Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Moshe Dun Kestenbaum. Meseches Nedarim has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yehuda Koenig in loving memory of Malka and Aaron Svi Krausman. Today's daf is daf Samach Beis. We are going to begin from the Mishnah on Samach Aleph from Beis. The Mishnah says that if one says Ada Katsir, Ada Batir, Ada Masik, until the harvest of wheat, Batir is grapes, the harvest of grapes, Masik is the harvest of olives, Eina Asr Ala he's only going to be Asr until these harvests begin. Then the Mishnah tells us Aklal, Zaklal, Koshizmana Kavua, anything that has a set time, Ba'amar Achiagiya, and he says Achiagiya. So Asr Achiagiya, then he's Asr till that thing that he mentioned in the nether, until that thing comes. Amr Achiyahay, however, if he uses the Lashon of Achiyahay, Asr Achiyayte, then he will be Asr until whatever he mentioned in his nether will be over. For example, if a person Asr'd upon himself soda, Ad Shiyahay, Pesach, Ad Shiyahay Pesach. So since Pesach is Azman Kavua, therefore the person will be asked to drink soda until Pesach is over. However, the Mishnah continues that anything that does not have Azman Kavua, something that does not have a set time, then even if a person says Ad Shiyahay, he is only going to, he's only going to be Asr Ad Shiyagiyah. He's only going to be Asr until that thing begins. And the Mishnah ends off with an example of such a case. Because the Mishnah ends off that if a person says, until the Kayetz will be, Kayetz is a time of the gathering in of the Ta'inim, of the figs. So the Mishnah says, he is only going to be asked, until the nation begins to gather in the figs in their baskets. He's not going to be Asr until the time of the Kayetz is over. He's only Asr until the beginning of the Kayetz season, since Kayetz is something that does not have Azman, Kavua. What about the first three cases in the Mishnah? Katsir, Batsir, and Masik. So the Ran, Rush, and Taisus all hold that those three cases as well are things that do not have Azman Kavua. And therefore, even if he says Achiyahay, he is only going to be Asr Achiyagiyah. He's only going to be Asr until these times begin. However, the Rush does bring from Rebbe Lazarmi Mitz that's Medayik from the fact that Mishnah brings the first three cases of Katzer, Batzer, and Masik and does not mention what would be if he said Achiyahay. It only mentions a case where the person said Ad HaKatzer, Ad HaBatzer, Ad HaMasik. Only later in the Mishnah, when it comes to Kayetz, there the Mishnah points out that if a person says Ad Shiyahay, he is only going to be Aser, Ad Shiyagiyah, until the Kayetz begins. So Rebelazim Mitz wants him a Dayik that actually Katzer, Batzer, and Masik do have a set time. They are things that have Zmanim Kavua. And therefore, if a person said Ad Shiyahay, he is going to be Aser until these seasons are over. What exactly does the Mishnah mean when it says Kol Kavua? What does it mean something that has a set time? The rush over here and the Ran as well on Daf Samach Beis 
both explain that Zman Kavua means that the thing does not have a set time till when it is over, when it is going to be finished. The Mishnah is not referring to Zman Kavua when it begins. The Mishnah is referring to a Zman Kavua to when it's going to be over. Kayetz, for example, the Mishnah's example, is a case where there's no set time to when it's going to be complete, when it's going to be finished. What is the Svara for this halacha in the Mishnah? What's the difference whether this thing has a Zman Kavua, it has a set time to when it's going to be over, or it does not have a set time to when it's going to be over? What's the difference What's the difference in regards to whether he says Achiyahay? The Ran later on on Samach Bezam Abez explains as follows. The Ran explains that really when a person says Achiyahay, the Pashtas is that he means until this is over, until this thing happens and it's complete. That is what the person was makabal on himself. So, for example, if the person said he asks upon himself Soda Achiyahay Pesach, he means until. Pesach is over. However, when we talk about something that does not have a set time to how long it's going to go for, there the Ran says that even though the person said, for example, he said, there's a special svara that he does not want to be makabal on himself until the kayets is over because he doesn't want to bring himself into a safek. He doesn't want to bring himself into a position where he doesn't know how long he's going to be Aser. And therefore, there's a special svar to say that even though he said Ad Shiyahay, what he really means is Ad Shiyagiyah. He really means until the Kayat begins. This is the Mahalech of the Ran and the Rush, that Zmana Kavua means whether this thing, its time, how long it goes for, is Kavua or not. However, the Mefarish over here on the Mishnah, is mashma that he does not learn this way. Because Mefarsh on the Mishnah writes, Chol kavua, he says, Kigoyin katsir batsir, like the harvest of the wheat and the grapes, Dezimnen havi becharifi, Vizimnen havi ba'afeli. Sometimes it's earlier, and sometimes it's later. It's mashma from the Mefarsh, that he understands zman kavua, kepashtas, that it means when it begins. Does this thing have a set time when it begins? or it does not have a set time when it begins. The Karen Aira also says that this is the Shita of the Rambam. He says the Pashas of the Rambam is Mashma, that Zman Kavua means it has a set time, whether when it begins. There's a Yerushalmi that many of the Rishayim bring over here, the Ramban, Muki Yosef, the Ran, and Samach Beis and Abbez. They bring a Yerushalmi, and the Yerushalmi says as follows. The Yerushalmi asks, what's the halacha if a person sets up a date for his son's chasna, for his son's wedding, and he says afterwards, He asks one himself, Is the chasna of his son considered something that has a zman kavua or not? Why would it not be considered a zman kavua possibly? So the Yushami says, maybe because a person could push it off, he could push off the wedding a few days. So therefore, it's not considered something that has a zman kavua. The Mi'iri over here points out 
that this Yerushalmi is mashma like the Mahalech that we said earlier from the Mefarish and the Rabbah, that Zman Kavua is something that has a set time when it begins, not a set, not a set time when it ends. Why? Because something like a chasna, that is something that does not have a set time when it begins, possibly, because the person is able to push off the wedding. And that's the Shailah of the Yushami. However, according to the Ran and the Rush, that Zman Kavua means it doesn't have a set time when it ends. So the Chasana does have a set time when it ends. A Chasana, you know, it's only going to be a few hours. And the Yerushalmi says it's not a set time because you don't know when it begins. Yerushalmi doesn't say that it doesn't have a set time because you don't know when it ends. Before we explain the Yerushalmi according to the Ran and the Rush, we have to understand what exactly is the Pshat in this Mahalich. According to this Mahalich, that Zman Kavua means when it begins, what is the difference whether he says Ad for something that has a set time when it begins or does not have a set time when it begins? According to the Ran's Mahalich, we gave a, a beautiful Svar the Ran gives that since it doesn't have a set time, how long it's going to go for, so therefore we don't we assume the person does not mean to answer himself until it's over. He only answers himself Achiyagiya. However, according to this Mahalech, that's Makavua is when it begins, what is the chilek in terms of a person who says, Achiyay? There's a beautiful Teferis Tzion who explains as follows. He explains that something like Pesach, something that has a set time when it begins, the proper expression for a person to say, if he wants to answer himself until Pesach begins, is to say, Ad Sheyagiyah. However, if the person says, Ad Sheyahay, it must be that the person means to answer himself until Pesach is over. However, something like Kayit, something like a season of the harvest, that does not have a set time when it begins, there a person would not use the Lushen of Achiyagia necessarily, because he himself doesn't know exactly when it's going to begin. Achiyagia is usually going on something that you know when it's going to begin. And therefore, the person uses a lushin of Achiyahay, Achiyahay until it happens. And he really means until it begins, not until when it's over. How will the Ran and Rush explain the Yushami? The truth of the matter is that the Ran later on on Samach Beis and Beis, he actually brings the Yushami as a riot to his opinion, and he learns the Yushami as follows. The Shaila of the Yushami, according to the Ran, is not whether he is Asr until the Chasna actually begins, or until the Chasna actually is over, the way the Rambam will learn the Yushami, according to the Karen Ira. The Ran learns beautifully as follows. The Ran learns that the Gemara Yushami Shaila is that maybe when the person says, he does not mean until actually the chasna of his son takes place. What he means is until the date that was made for the chasna of his son. What's the svara? Why would we say that he doesn't mean until the chasna actually happens? He only means until the date that's made up for the chasna. Zakdaran, it's the same svara that he said before. Because a person doesn't want to put himself in a place of suffix that he's going to be usher without knowing how long he's going to be usher for, 
Therefore, even though the person said, Adshe Mishta Bini, he really means until the date that the chasna is supposed to happen, because he doesn't want to put himself in a position, because the chasna may get pushed off, he doesn't want to put himself into a position, like Machas Inish Nafshei Lisveka. So therefore, according to the Ran, the Shaila of the Yushalmi is not whether he is Asr, when the chasna be- actually begins, or when the chasna is actually over, but the Shaila of the Yushalmi is, is he only Asr until the date that the chasna was scheduled for, regardless of when the chasna happens, or do we say that a person doesn't think that it's going to be delayed, and therefore we have the halacha of Pesach that has a zman kavua, and therefore he'll be usher until the chasna actually happens and until the chasna is over. It's very interesting that the Karen Iris says that if the sun passes away and therefore the chasna will never happen, so Zakta Karen Ira that according to the Rambam, that the Shaila is whether he is Asr until the Chasna actually begins or until the Chasna is actually over, he says that since the sun passed away, the nether is going to be over right now. Because the person only meant to Asr himself as long as there's a Hecha Timsa for the Chasna to happen. Now that the Chasna can no longer happen, so therefore he's going to be mutter right away, according to the Rambam. However, Zakta Karen Aira, according to the Ran that the Yishami has a tzad to say that he is answering himself until the date of the chasna. It's not tali in when, when actually the chasna takes place. So therefore, even if the child passes away, he would be answer until the date of the chasna according to the Ran. It's interesting, just one more ara on this subject, that Muki Yosef is misupik. What happens in a case where they swore that they're going to make the chasna on this date? In that case, do we say that it's not something that they would likely to be pushed off? And therefore, the Yushami would not have a Shaila in that case that it is considered Zman Kavua. I was thinking as well that nowadays where the Chasnas are so big and invitations are sent out, etc., etc., that maybe there's a stronger Tzad to say that a Mishta, a Chasna, would be something that has a Zman Kavua. On top of Samach Bez going further, the Gemara says, Tana we learned, if most of the knives that are used to cut the figs are folded, it's mutter for anybody to take the figs from the field and there's no issue of gezel, and they are putter from miser. And the reason being that at this time, when most of the knives are put away, we can assume that the bylim, that the owners, are not mockbit anymore on people taking the figs. It's interesting to note that there's a ksas shinai lashan between the rishayim over here. Both the mafarish and the ran use a lashan of yish. They're miyayish from the figs that are left in the field. However, the Rosh and Taisus both over here, you say a Lashon of Hefker, that the owner is Mafgir, the fruit. I just wanted to point out that the Lashon of the Ran and the Mefarish, that there's Yish over here, may be a Raya to the Shaila that's discussed heavily in the Sugis and Bab and Elam Metzias, whether Yish that works by Aveda has any Shaykhis to Hefker, whether Yish is Midin Hefker. 
perhaps from the fact that Ran and the Mefarish use a lashon of Yish in our sugya, is a shtukoraya that they hold that Yish is midin hefker. Gemara brings a story related to this issue. Rebbe and Rabbi Yossi by Yehuda, they visit a certain place, and it was a time where Raiva Maksais had been put away. Rebbe ate from the figs, and Rabbi Yossi by Yehuda did not eat. The owner of the field came and saw them, and he said to them, Amailo Achli Rabbanan, how come the Rabbanan are not eating? Parenthetically, the Rishash points out, why did he say, why are the Rabbanan not eating? Rebbe was eating, it was only Rabbi Yossi by Yehuda who wasn't eating. So Rishash says that maybe when the person came, Rebbe had not been eating at that moment when he came, and therefore he said to them, how come both of you are not, are not eating? The Teferis Sion offers another pshat, that maybe Rabbi Yosef by Yehuda had a shamash with him, like in the next Gemara with Rav Chama Bar Chanina, and the Rabbanon he was referring to was Rabbi Yosef by Yehuda and his shamash. The Gemara continues and says, that nonetheless, even after the owner of the field came and said, how come the Rabbanon are not eating? Rabbi Yosef Yehuda refused to take from the figs. And the Gemara explains, because Ksavar Mishim Sniyas Milsa Hudekamar Hadeng Gavra. What does the Gemara mean, Mishim Sniyas Milsa? So the Ran and the Mefarish both explain that the person was saying it sarcastically. Hey, Rabbis, how come you're not eating? Meaning, I saw already that you took from, from, the, from the fruit, from the figs. So how come you're not eating anymore? You already, you already permitted it to yourself. How come you're not taking more? He was saying it sarcastically, begrudgingly. And therefore, Rabbi Yosef Yehuda said, I'm not going to take from these fruit if this person does not want me to take. This story and what happens at the end of the story gives us insight and explanation why Rabbi Yosef Yehuda did not eat in the first place because we could suggest that even though the Brisa says that that once most of the knives have been put away, you're allowed to take the figs. But nonetheless, Rabbi Yosef Yehuda was machmar on himself. He was afraid that such a situation could possibly arise that one particular person doesn't want the people to take. And therefore, Rabbi Yosef Yehuda did not want to take from the, from the figs. The rush over here learns slightly differently in the Pshat of Sneus Milsa. And the rush learns that not that he was saying it sarcastically, but maybe the person did not really mean it. He was only saying it because it would be a gnai for him, it would be denigrating for him to tell them not to eat. In order to save his own pride, his own honor, he told them, Rabbis, how come, how come you don't eat? Why don't you, why don't you take from the field? But not really, it was said, because he really wanted them to take Mirats and Libo. This Gemara is... It's very important for us, Halacha Lamaisa. The Rambam Kiyadua writes about a Suda She'ena Maspekes Labayla, a Suda that's not enough for its owner. If a person would go over to somebody and ask him for some food, and that person doesn't really have enough for himself, and he's only giving it because he's embarrassed, he doesn't want to look bad, so the Rambam writes, that's Avak Gezel. The Rambam is in Hilchas Tshuva, Perak Dalet, Halacha Dalet. And this is something that we should keep in mind. Lamaisa, never to ask somebody for something 
if we're putting him in a position where he's only going to give it to us possibly because he's embarrassed or because he doesn't want to look bad. The Gemara further brings a fascinating story of Reptarfin, and this Misa has fundamental ramifications in Allah. The Gemara brings that Reptarfin one time was eating figs in a case of Hukbalu Hamuksais, and the owner of the field found him eating the field, and he was very upset, and he grabbed him in a bag, and he carried him, and he was about to throw him into a river. Pashtas is that he basically was ready to kill Riptarfin. As we'll see, he did not know that this was the famous Riptarfin. And he was ready to kill him for stealing from his field. Riptarfin said to himself out loud, loud enough for the person who's carrying him to hear him, Woe to Tarfin that this person is going to kill him. When this person heard that it was Reb Tarfin in the back, Shafke, he put him down for Arak and he ran away. And the Gemara says an incredible thing. All the life, all the days of this Sadiq Reb Tarfin, he had distress over this matter, over what happened. Amar, he said, Woe to me that I used the crown of Tyra. And the Gemara continues on with Memras from Amar Abarachan, Anyone who used the crown of Tyra is uprooted from the world. Gemara further brings that a person is not supposed to learn in, with the intention, chacham, that if they're going to call me a chacham, that they'll call me a rebbe, etc. A person is supposed to learn me ava, he's supposed to learn out of love, the seifa kavilavai. A person is not supposed to use taira for honor. A person is not supposed to use taira for money. And that is the shmaitza of this, of this gemara. The Gemara does explain what Reb Tarfin was supposed to do. His life may have been in jeopardy, and he would be allowed in such a circumstance to, so to say, use the Kisra Shaltaira. And the, the Gemara explains that since Reb Tarfin was Asher Gadol, he was very wealthy, he could have given money, he didn't have to use the Kavad Shaltaira. This story is something that the Rambam brings to support his very stark shita. Kiyodua, the Rambam writes in Pirkei on the Mishnah that is brought over here in our Gemara as well. Don't use Tara as a crown to glorify yourself in them. Don't use it as an axe to dig with them. That refers to not using it for Parnassah. And the Rambam over there, Perki Avos, Perik Dalad, the Rambam has a tremendous arichos, really attacking those people that use Tyra to support themselves, taking money from people. And the Rambam says that it's completely wrong, completely against this Mishnah in Perki Avos. And he brings our Gemara in the Dharim with the story of Reptarfin. And he brings many other Gemaras as well to prove that it is wrong for a person 
who is learning to take money to support himself. The person has to find a way to make a parnasa by working as much time as he needs to put food on the table. And the Ramam says a person is not allowed to go ahead and take money from other people. The Rambam not only says this in Perki Avais, the Rambam says this in Hilchos Talmud Taira, Perik Allah Yud. The Rambam writes, Kol Alibo anyone who places on his heart that will learn Taira, and he won't do work, and he'll get supported from Staka, he's Chilas Hashem, Uviza Sataira. The Rambam uses tremendous harsh Lashainis, Vigarm Ralatzma, he causes bad for himself. He's taking away from his life in Olam Haba. And the Rabbim continues, And he brings the mission The Rabbim is very clear, his opinion, for people who take money to sit and learn, to be able to sit and learn Tyra. As it's well known, the Rabbim in the end of Hilcha Shemitah V'yayvo, seems to write something a little bit different. The Rambam in Shemitah and Yayvo, Perak Yud Gimel, Halacha Yud Gimel, writes, over there he's discussing the concept that Shevet Levi does not have Yerusha. Shevet Levi's job is completely to serve Hashem, and they take Meiser. And the Rambam writes, like Shevet Levi Bovad, it's not only Shevet Levi Bovad, any person from all walks of the world, that he's inspired to get up and serve Hashem, he is allowed, the Ramam says, to throw away the to throw away the, the yoke of Cheshbainais, and the Rambam says, he's basically not to worry about his Parnasa, and he can make himself like Sheva Levi, and the Ramam ends off that Hashem will be his Nachla, the Yiskilai Bailam Hazed of Ramaskalo, and Hashem will provide for him in this world that which he needs. Kemaisha Zikhala Kohan of Levim, just like Hashem is Mazaka for the Kohan and Levim. Seems to be a shtickle steer in the Rambam, a famous stira, because the Rambam in Hilchas Tamataira writes that a person should work, and a person should not take money from Tzedakah. And over here the Rambam writes, and then the that a person can make himself like Shevet Levi. The famous Mahalich that's used to answer the Stephen Rambam is that the Rambam is for the Hamaynam, it's for most people, and the Rambam in the end of Hilcha Shemitah is for someone special, Asher Nadvarucha, who's inspired. As they bring from the Gemara and Bracha, is Harbay Big Shulasas came. Many people wanted to do it, to be just Isaac and Tyra, and were not successful. However, it's only Harbay. But for Yechidim, it would be, it would be okay. However, really not Pashat at all, because the Rambam in the end of Hilcha Shemitah never says that you're able to take money from people to learn. The Rambam just writes that the person could 
give himself over to Tyra and have betachon in Hashem, trust in Hashem, that Hashem will give him davar amaspeklai. Hashem will give him what he needs. And in fact, Radvaz over there writes that Hashem will give him what he needs. And not to throw himself on the tzibar. And the Radvaz refers the Rambam in Parish Mishnayis and Perki Avais. And the Pasha says that the Rambam is not changing from what he wrote in Hilchas Tamatera, really. The Rambam holds that a person is not allowed to take money for learning Torah, and the Rambam over there in Hilchashmita Vayavol saying that a person who has betachan Hashem, Hashem will give him. However, he will get the money, he'll find the money, etc. But it's not going to be from taking money from people to support himself. This is pretty clear from the Rambam in Perusha Mishnayis and Perkyavos as well. Because the Rambam is attacking those Tamiri Chachamim in his generation that were taking money to support themselves to learn Torah. The Rambam makes no differentiation between very special, dedicated Tamiri Chachamim, Asher Nadvarucham. The Rambam's Mashma, the Pashas, the Shittas, Rambam, is under all circumstances, one is not allowed to take money to support himself to learn Torah. Before those in Chinuch listening to this shir, quit their jobs. The halacha is not like the Rambam. The Kesev Mishnah already over there on the Rambam and Hilchus argues with the Rambam and he writes that one is definitely allowed to take money in order to be able to continue learning Torah. And to paraphrase the words of the Kesev Mishnah, there's a difference between one who is learning to make money, and someone who's taking money to learn. Somebody, the Gemara, our Gemara is talking about somebody who's using Taira as a means to get money. However, somebody who is learning L'Shem Shemayim, and he wants to learn Taira, but Narvas, he doesn't have money to be able to continue learning, and he's taking money in order to be able to continue learning, there it's going to be Mutter, not only Mutter, it will be encouraged, and I, the base, the Kess of Mishnah says, our Gemara Nadarim with Reb Tarfin, Nain, Reb Tarfin, as the Gemara says, he had money, and he was able to pay, and he didn't have to use his Kavadah Taira to get out of trouble. And over there, if a person has the money, there one should not take take money or take anything for learning Taira. And that's that the Kesev Mishnah writes, a person who has the money to support himself should not take money for learning Taira. In the Beis Yosef, as well he writes, in Yaradeya Reish Membav Chafalaf, the same Shita, that one is able to take money in order to be able to continue learning Taira, and he brings the Shita from the Tashbeitz, and Shuvis, Chelek Aleph, Simen Kuf Membez, through Kuf Memches, that the Tashbeitz argues with the Shita of the Rambam. The Ramah, as well over there in Reish Vav, also brings the Tashbeitz, and that's the way is Paskind Lahalacha. In Igris Maisha, in Yaradeya Chelak Bez, Simen Kuf Tezayin, 
he talks about this issue about Kailo, about taking money. And Ramesha writes very strongly that one should take money in order to be able to learn. And he writes that even if the Allah din would be like the Rambam, that one is not allowed to take money to learn Tyra, but he says, Ace Lasis Lashem, he favored to Asacha. It wouldn't be possible for people to learn nowadays if they don't take money and Tyra would be forgotten from Klai Yisrael. And he brings to the Marshal that it's a greater sin if a person does not take money, even if he's able to work, but it's a greater sin if he's able to, someone is willing to support him to be able to learn, then he is, should learn, and that's much greater than him going to work and supporting himself. And even though the Ramah brings a Reshma Vav from the Tashpates, if one able, if one is able to work and he's able to, to learn, but he's able to support himself, still, Ramesha writes that nowadays it's not even Midas Chasidas because nowadays a person is not going to be able to learn the amount of time he needs and to be able to learn properly if the person is involved in business as well. Ramesha goes so far as to say that those that claim to be Chasidim, that their Machmer, like the Shita Sarambam, it's a Sahara in order to stop them from learning and he writes, if the people in earlier times were not able to learn and do malacha at the same time, certainly in our ger- generation, we we need to be able to take money to learn, and we're not able to do both. And Ramesha writes very strongly that, of course, Kailo and the like, Chinuch, all these things are tremendous, tremendous things for Kalal Yisrael. I'd like to share with you two aras that are mavur in this Gemara. One aara is that the Gemara says, Anyone who uses a crown of Taira is uprooted from the world. That uses the Kalim of Kaidash, the Kalim of the base of Migdash. That already had become chal shenemar, as the pasuk says, uba pritzim bechilulua, kivan shepartzim nasu chal. They had become chal. Nekem ra'elam still, he was uprooted from the world. Dersev babalayla kato b'shatzer, hamestamish bekisos shatara shuhuchai v'kayam la'elam alachas kama v'kama. And the question is. What does the Gemara mean that Belshazzar used the clay kaddish that had become chal? Frek the Yaivitz, the Yaivitz is in the back of the Gemara. The Mishnah tells us in Meila that ain't mayel achar mayel ella the klishares ubehema bovad that there's no Meila after Meila except for behema and klishares, meaning that when a person has enough from a klishares. The Allah is that even though normally when something has Kiddushas Damim, if a person gets Hana from it, if a person's male, the object goes out Luchulim, the object goes out and loses its Kedusha. However, by Klishares and Behema, that's fit, that's right for the Mizbeach, that has Kedushas HaGuf, the Allah is a person could be male, and then another person could be male afterwards. 
because when a person gets hanah from Klei Shares, is it does not go out l'chulen. It does not lose its Kedusha. So how could the Gemara say over here, Frek the Yaivetz, that Belshatzer used the Kalim of the base of Midrash that had already become Chulin. How exactly did they become Chulin? The Pasha says because they were used. And, but we learned that Klishares do not go out L'chulin if they were used, if there was Me'ila. The truth of the matter is, if we look at the Gemara and Avarizar, and Daphne and Bez and Bez, we have a Mahalich to explain our Gemara. The Gemara Avarizar and Bez and Bez talks about why the Chashmanayim had to put away the Avni Mizbeach, the stones of the Mizbeach, after the Yavanim had defiled them in the Beis Amigdash. And the Gemara explains over there that the way Rashi learns the Gemara, is that since the Pasuk says, Uvo ba pritzim the pritzim, which Rashi learns, refers to the Yavanim, came and desecrated the Beis HaMikdash. Zak Rashi over there in Avodah Zara, that, Kivan shenichnesu yatsu that as soon as the Gaim entered the Heichel, all the Kalim went out l'chulon. They lost their Kedusha. And, now that they lost Kedush, their Kedusha, the Gaim were able to be kind of the, the Kalim. They are able to be kind of the objects of the Beis HaMikdash. And the Mela, if they use them, which they did use them for Avodah Zara, they have the power to asa them, even though normally a guy cannot asa something that does not belong to him by using it for Avodah Zara. But over here, the special Xeris HaKas of Zakrashi, that when they came in, everything went out L'chulen, and now they're able to be kainet, and now that they used it for Avodah Zara, they became Asr, and that's where the Chashmanam had to put away the Avni HaMizbeach. We see from Rashi that this is a special Xeris HaKasav. Rashi doesn't make any mention of the fact that the Gaim used the Kalim, or used the Avni HaMizbeach. Rashi says, once they entered the Heichal, as soon as they came in, it's Masha from Rashi, this is a special that everything went out when the Gayim came in to the Beis HaMikdash and this has nothing to do with the regular halachos of Me'ila the Ramban over there in the, in the back of the Gemara and Avadah Zara also says along the lines of Rashi that this is a special and he says that it can't be, be it can't be a regular halacha of Me'ila because First of all, Avnei Mizbeach are karka, their land. And Allah is karka, e me'ila bekarkais. There's no me'ila bekarkais. Furthermore, this was done intentionally. The Gayim were using it intentionally. The Allah is, it doesn't go out l'chulen b'mezid. B'mezid ain't a mischal. So therefore, the Ramban says, this is a special gzer sakazit. The me'lutz me'yushiv, the kasha of the yaivitz on our gemara. The only question really we can have is on the sheet of the Balamar over there and Avaidah Zara, because the Balamar over there actually differentiates between the Avni Amizbeach and the Klei Shares. The Balamar writes that the Gemara in Avaidah Zara is dafka by the Avni Amizbeach, is dafka by the stones. There, the usage brought it to Me'ila. In fact, it's Kedai to point out, 
the Baal Amar learns the Pasig Ubal Pritza is actually not going on the Gayim. The Baal learns Ubal Pritza means Pritza um, Yidin, Pritza Klal Yisrael. Those in Klal Yisrael that were Prutzim, that were not proper people, they were Machal, the Avne Mizbech, by using it. And Memela, the Gayim came afterwards, it was already Chulan, it was already lost its Kedusha, and therefore the Gayim were able to, to take it. However, the Balamar writes, that when it comes to clay shares, when it comes to clay shares, there we have the Mishnah Ila, like the Yavitz brought, of Ein Mayal Achar Mayal, Ela Behema Klishares Bovad. There's no Meila by Klishares. And therefore the Balamar says, you would not be able to say that it went out from their Kedusha. The problem is with the Balamar that it's Mefurish in our Gemara Lachaira against the Balamar, that our Gemara uses this Pasagubo, Pritzen, Vechilulua in regards to the Kalim of the Beis HaMikdash. Mitai Chaimer Akosha, the Shailas Vichuvis, Divrei Chaim, and Arachaim Chalak Beis, Simitazain. He wants to answer for the Balamar that our Gemara is not talking about Klei Shares. Argamar is talking about other kalim that were in the base of Migdash, but not kalim that were actually used on the Mizbeach. Stam kalim that did not have that were not clay shares. And that's what the Gemara is referring to when it says that Belshazzar was Nakamna even though he used clay Kaidesh Shinasu Chal. It's a little bit Sarah because where do we see that that that's why Belshazzar was Nekem and Ayla, maybe it was Taka because of the Klishares that were not Nasachal, that Belshata was not, was Nekem and Ayla. Another Ha'ara in this Gemara, the Brisa says, Shaloyamar Adam, a person should not say, Ekra, I will learn, Shekruni Chacham, that they should call me a Chacham, Eshna Shekruni Rebbe, Eshna and Shezakim of Eshev Yeshiva. Ella, what should a person do? Lamed Ma'ava, a person should love out of, learn out of love of Hashem. V'saif HaKava Lavai. And in the end, the honor will come. And the Gemara brings Psukim. Darchel Darchei Nayham, the way of Tyre is sweet. And that is supporting what it says, that Saifa HaKava Lavai that in the end the covet will come. And the question is, the Nidri's reason asks over here, we just said that a person is not supposed to learn for honor. A person is supposed to learn out of his love for Hashem, to become closer to Hashem. So why is it mentioning over here, Saifa Kavalavai? And if this is not something that a person is supposed to aspire to, why is this something that is given to him? And why does the Brisa mention it Bechlal? The Nidri's reason answers that it depends why the person wants the Kavite. He says that if the person wants a covet for himself, so then that's what we're talking about, that a person should not learn in order, Shekruuni Rebbe, Shekruuni Chacham, However, if the person just wants the honor, is happy with the honor because that's a Ratzon of Hashem, that it's Hashem's will 
that somebody who learns Torah and somebody who works to get closer to Hashem, he is honored in the eyes of others. And he wants the honor because that's a Ratan Hashem, but not for his own personal motives. So that, the Nidri's reason says, and that's what the Bryce is telling us, that that Kavad is, is, is fine. That Kavad is good. If we can perhaps add a little bit to the Nidri's reason, the benefit of Kavad for a person is twofold. Number one, a person who has Kavad is able to accomplish tremendous amounts in, in the world. Whatever he says, whatever he does, Lataiv makes much more of a right shame if he's respected in the eyes of others. If he says a nice word to somebody, he gives a compliment. It's much more valuable if it comes from a person who's mechubid, beni habriyais. He goes to a chasana, it, it gives much more simchas, chasana, kala. Having covet is a very powerful tool. And saifa kavalavai, the Bryce is saying that don't think that a person who learns Tyra and tries to avoid honor and tries to avoid publicity, so he's going to lose out from the Kavai that can be used beneficially, that can be used to help other people and to be mashpi on other people. Nein. The ways of Tyra are sweet. As the Madregas Adam in the chapter of Tikkun Amidas is Marachan, that the Torah is sweet and everything's for the person's benefit, and the person will be given kavod. He'll be given greater kavod, real kavod, if that's not his goal, if that's not his intention. Another benefit of kavod, especially in this dar, people need chizuk. People don't always feel good about themselves, and people need chizuk. And a person needs kavod. A person needs a certain amount of kavod from other people in order to keep him going, in order to encourage him to keep on steiging. And perhaps as well, this is Nikhlal and Saifa Kavad Lavai, that a person may think that if I try to avoid honor from other people, so nobody will respect me. And that's okay. I'm not doing it for other people's respect and other people's honor. But I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to function. I'm not going to be able to have the chizuk I need from others in order to keep me motivated, to keep me steiging, to keep me feeling good. So Mamela, the Chazal tell us, Saif that HaKadosh Baruch will provide for the person the honor that he needs, that will be beneficial to help him grow, to give him chizuk, to give him encouragement, to steig. We see from this Gemara that even though Kavad is something that is harmful to a person. Kina Adam But we see from this Gemara that perhaps is only a person who is lahat a person who's chasing after kavod. So that kavod is mitzia That chase, that pursuit, that's going to be taken out of this world. But somebody who works l'shem shemayim, somebody who serves Hashem sincerely. That person is given a gift of Kavad from Shemayim, Kavad that can give him Chizik, Kavad that can cause him to be able to help others and give other people Chizik and be Mashpi on others and, and help him in a Zavaitis Hashem.
going further to the bottom of the Amud, we have two members from Rava as follows. First of all, Rava says, a person is permitted to let himself be known in a place where they don't know him. Meaning, he's a Tamachacham, and he goes to a place and they don't know him. They don't know he's a Tamachacham, so it's permitted for him to go tell them, to tell the people of the city that he's a Tamachacham. And utilize that status of being a Tamachacham. Rava says, Second Memra, similar lines, Shara Leila Tzurva Rabbana Lameimar, it's mutter for Tamil Chacham to say, Tzurva Marabbana, I'm a Tamil Chacham, Shara Li Tigray Beresha, you should pask in my din first, you should take care of me, Kavara Taira, and you should pask in my case first. Rava learns it out from the Pasik, Ubene David Kohanim Hayu. Says the Pasik says that the children of David were Kohanim. Were they Kohanim? They weren't actually Kohanim. Elamai, the Pasik's teaching us that a Tamil Chacham has the halacha of a Kayin, just like a Kayin takes Beraish, Av Tamil Chacham is Naito Beraish. There's an obvious question on this Gemara. The Rash ben Shuvis, Chelek Aleph, Simon Pei Dalad, asks that we learned in the Gemara right before that one is not allowed to use Tyra for his honor. As Reb Tarfin said, The whole Gemara said how a person is not allowed to learn for honor and other benefits. And he comes along Rava, the very next Gemara, and says that a Tamachacham is allowed to announce himself if he comes to a city where they don't know who he is. Then Rava says that not only that, he's allowed to come to Besdin and demand that he his din should be paskin first. The Rashba answers as follows. A very Yisaitistic Rashba. The Rashba says that there's a din of Kavad Atayra, the Talmidei Chachamim are supposed to be treated a certain way, and Atam Chacham is not supposed to be Mavater. Generally speaking, he's not supposed to be Mavater. Kavad it's not his honor, personal honor, that's just at stake over here. Is a din of Kavad and he says that the Taira says that Atam Chacham is supposed to get Baraish. Tamachacham is like a Kayin, he's supposed to get Baraish. And the Rashba says the Tamachacham is entitled, supposed to demand the Kavarataira. That's what Akadosh Baruch Hu says he's supposed to get, the same way a Levi gets Meiser. This is the halachas of Tamachacham. In fact, the Rashba asks that why does Rava say, Shari le'inish lo'ide nafsheh? He says it's permitted for him to announce himself. Really, the Rashba says that he is obligated to announce himself and tell them that he's a Talmud Chacham in order that they shouldn't be Mako in Kavad Taira, should not be a B'zayin And 
the basic Mahalik of the Rashba Lachaira, what he's saying is, is there's a difference between the Gemara earlier, which talks about using Tyra for money, using Tyra for stature. That's not a reason, that's not a, a way to learn Tyra. You're not allowed to learn Tyra for money, you're not allowed to learn Tyra for honor, and you can't abuse, abuse the Tyra. However, if the person has a status of a Talmud Chacham, then there is nothing wrong, and maybe he's even obligated to use his status of a Talmud Chacham to keep the laws, to keep the status that a Talmud Chacham is supposed to be treated with. If a Talmud Chacham abuses his status of a Talmud Chacham, he takes what he's not entitled to, Alpi Chukei Dini Atayra, then that will be considered Mishtamesh uh, Bekisra Shaltaira. I believe the Ran over here has the same Mahalik as the Rashba. The Ran over here writes that when it comes to things that the Torah gives the Tamachacham, a Tamachacham is allowed to use them. And the Ran writes, the same mashal as the Rashba, the same way the Kohanim Levim were Zaycha to Chumas and Maisras, the Torah gave the Tamidei Chachamim the right to have their Din and Paskin first, etc. And any such halachas that were given to a Tamar Chacham, the Tamar Chacham is allowed to use. According to the Rashba, he even should use it if there'll be any zilzal in the covet of, of Tyra. The obvious question, as Iran himself is bothered by, what's Pshat in the story with her Ptarfin? Why is her Ptarfin, as the Gemara says, Havile Lafaisa Bidamim, Ptarfin's supposed to give him money. He shouldn't have used his status of being the great Riptarfin. And the question is, why not? He wasn't using his status in an abusive way. He didn't owe this person any money. He had never taken anything from the person that he wasn't allowed to take. So what was wrong with Riptarfin using the fact that he's a Talmud Chacham to free himself from this aggressor? The Ran answers and we're going to say over the Ran the way I understand the Ran. The Ran says that this person, even after he revealed himself to be Reptarfin, still believed that Reptarfin was stealing from him. And that Reptarfin still owed him a lot of money. Just because Reptarfin was a great Talmachacham, the person let him free. The person did not make him pay. The person did not punish Riptarfin. So Zak that since by this person, Riptarfin owed him money, and he was only freeing him because of Kavada Taira, so therefore Kavada Taira turns out, in a sense, is being used in an abusive way, so to say. It's being used to free himself in a way that he really would have been obligated to pay, at least in the eyes of of this person. And that already is considered a mishtamesh, the kisro shel I believe 
that the Rush over here argues with the Ran and the Rashba Smahalech very clearly. Because the Rush over here, both on the first and second member of Rava, makes the following comments. On the first member of Rava, that a person is allowed to announce himself in a place where they don't know him, the Rush says, In order that they shouldn't be mezalzal in the covet of Taira, and they will be punished. So the rush sounds similar to the Rashba, that the person should be careful that there shouldn't be a zilzal and kavad of Taira. However, he adds in a word, and they will be punished. Meaning, dafka, because those people are going to be punished from Hashem because they were mezalzal in kavad of Taira. The next rush on the second Memra of Rava, that he says, Sharli Tigri Beresha, that the Tamachacham is allowed to say, Paskim Din first. The Rush writes, Paskim Din first, Kidei Shalo Espato Melimudi, in order that I should not be Mavatal Taira from my learning. Why does the Rush write, in order that I should not be Mavatal Taira from my learning? Why doesn't the Rush write, according to the, Ra- according to the Rashba, the Rush should just say that he has a right to use his status of a Tamachacham for what he's entitled to. According to the Rashba, he's encouraged to use his status for what he's entitled to. And therefore, his din should be Paskin first. Why does the Rush have to come on to Bittal Taira? It sounds like from the Rush that a person is not supposed to use his status of a Tamachacham even for things that he's entitled to, unless there's a special reason. In the first case, when the person comes to the city, the Rush says, you don't want the anshu. You don't want them to be punished. In the second halacha of Rava that a person could say, Paskam I didn't first, it's because of Bittal Taira. For some reason, I'm not sure why the rush doesn't say the anshu, that maybe they'll be punished for not paskening his din first. It could be the rush held that the person doesn't have to come and step forward and ask to be judged. He could wait till the other case is finished before he steps forward and then they won't be punished for zilzal in Kavadah Taira. But Venus V, we see in the Rush that only for a special reason is the Tamil Chacham allowed to use his status of a Tamil Chacham. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.